In the Amplified Version of the Bible, I love what the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, describes faith as. Verse 1, now faith is the assurance or title deed confirmation of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You might say the conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Verse 2, for by this kind of faith, faith, the men of old gain divine approval. Look what verse 3 says. By faith, and that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the, get this, power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the worlds were framed and created, or they were formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purposes by the Word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. My friends, this scripture, in my opinion, is the greatest understanding of what it takes to call yourselves a follower of Christ. And that's faith, period. Only a fool can think otherwise. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Last time we were together, we learned about how the Lord created us to be people who could be taught the wisdom, the understanding, and the knowledge of God. Now, the importance of being trained up in the things of God as early as birth. Unfortunately, we yield to the idols of the world, don't we, as teaching tools for the young minds playing on computers and phones, watching TV and anything else, for that matter, that tickles and stirs the excitement of worldly idol development. Sadly, we set the stage for rebellion and moral disgust. I like what one man put it. We are responsible for the generations we live in. You might say we're living in the house we've built. But the bright spot is, is that Jesus has gone to prepare a place for those who are, I love it, wise and faithful. Now look in uh, Hebrews as well in chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a, domicis, a rewarder of those who, big word, diligently seek him. So here we are with the dilemma of our five foolish virgins. The five foolish virgins, I'm sure, were exposed to the wisdom coming from the lips 
of the five wise virgins, wouldn't you say? That's who they hang out with. But the old saying of going in one ear and out the other, unfortunately, is the condition of too many churchgoers today. Now, I'm truly convinced that as the day of the Lord return, Lord's return draws near, maybe the biggest negative within the church is this, the lack of the fear of the Lord. Now, that might sound too critical for some, but I would submit to you that the lack of understanding, the lack of knowledge, and seeking Him with all our hearts is caused to take him for granted. And that equals the abuse of grace. Oh, but we like the part where he forgives our sin, don't we, though? Well, let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 7. Look what Scripture says. The reverent fear of the Lord, that is, Worshipping him and regarding him as truly awesome is like the beginning in the preeminent part of knowledge. It's a starting point and its essence. But arrogant fools despise skillful and godly wisdom and instruction and self-discipline. Let's move on up to Proverbs 10.21. It says, The lips of the righteous feed and guide many, but fools who neglect God's wisdom die for lack of understanding. Now, these are powerful, powerful pieces of Scripture that we must meditate on. Proverbs eighteen fifteen says, The mind of the prudent always acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise always seeks knowledge. What is that saying? Wisdom, you just get knowledge from your wisdom. And the ear of the wise, that's hearing. Faith comes by hearing. The wise are sensitive to listening. And the wise ear always seeks more knowledge. Look what Matthew Henry has to say as the day approaches. Matthew Henry says, when we see the day approaching, We must address ourselves to our dying work with all seriousness, renewing our repentance and our consent to the covenant, our farewells to the world, and our souls must be carried out toward God in suitable breathings. In the foolish virgins, it denotes a vain confidence and a conceit of the goodness of their state and their readiness for another world. Note, even counterfeit graces will serve a man 
to make a show of when he comes to die. As well as they have done all his life long, the hypocrites' hopes blaze when they are just expiring like a lightning before death. Solomon writes in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 18, he says, It is good that you take hold of one thing, righteousness, and also not let go of the other, wisdom. Oh, my goodness, for the one who fears and worships God with awe-filled reverence will come forth with both of these. Psalm 103.13 says, Just as a father loves his children, so the Lord loves those, you guessed it, who fear and worship him. Well, folks, it's all over the Bible. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and that's the catalyst. And the catalyst for that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is reverent fear. Let's take one more peek here at Proverbs 8 and 13. Proverbs 8 and 13, verse 13, says, The reverent fear and worshipful worshipful awe of the Lord includes, this is so important, includes the hatred of evil, the hatred of pride and arrogance and the evil way, and the hatred of, for the perverted mouth. And what he's saying is, I hate it. So we'll wrap up it we'll wrap it up today with this question. If you have the fear of God within you and are seeking him with all your heart, with wisdom and knowledge, the lamp that you're holding is full. When you stumble and miss the mark like we all do in your daily life, in my daily life, what's your feeling? Here's the question. What's your feelings about your sin at that moment? Is it hatred? Do you hate what has just happened when you stumble? I would submit to you today that we understand that God hates sin and we must hate it too. Well, that will do it for today and I hope you can join us next week for more of God's wisdom. And by the way, if you have friends or relatives that come to mind as you listen, please invite them And comments are always welcome as well at this address, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. All one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. Let me pray for you. 
Lord Jesus, we just come humbly today, whatever time of day, wherever it is on this planet Earth. Father, we just come with hearts that are seeking you. I lift up every listener, Lord, as they listen to your word, as their faith builds stronger, as they seek you with all their hearts, Father God. I pray that their lamps would be overflowing with you, with the oil that is ready to burn brightly as they go into the world. Father God, I don't know what they're going through, but you do. You're sovereign. You're loving. Lord Jesus, I just pray right now for every listener here that they would come to know you in a mighty, mighty way. And I do this in Jesus' precious name, Lord. Well, that'll do it for today. I'm Neil Parks. Until next time.